0: All right, sorry about had a phone call coming we're in, back. so we are we're back. Um, yeah, yeah, go ahead about the the Bundy mom thing you are saying it before you
1: cut off there. Oh, just you must have felt a little bit guilty because uh, that's uh, clearly one of the things that screwed him up badly. Yeah. Then again, I do remember I, I watched his, the last interview he gave, and uh, he mentioned yeah that uh, he had a very good mother. Yeah. He definitely he didn't bring up the whole mother sister thing.
0: Yeah. Probably for good reason, I'm guessing, too, you know.
1: Right. They probably don't talk about it a lot.
0: Yeah, absolutely. A couple more things I want to talk about before, before I get into the uh, whole spiel I have on uh, to talk about him. But, so his off, on-again, off-again girlfriend, Stephanie Brooks, um, um, basically they were on-again, off-again, and then um, she broke up with him after a while. Um, and then after that, though, all his victims looked like his girlfriend. Um, They all looked gorgeous, dark hair, parted the part down the middle, parted down, um, all the same all the same type of girl.
1: Yeah, Um, brunettes.
0: Yeah, I'm just thinking because like he wanted to take his revenge out, revenge out on his girlfriend without killing her.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah, Um, he also spanned his killings from Washington, Oregon, Colorado, Utah, Florida. Um he actually he actually got caught by botching a by a kidnapping actually and and they got botched doing that. And then he escaped Florida's prison somehow and killed three more people actually doing that. And then he was the first serial killer ever in history to travel to travel outside of just one little area, one state. He went like to four or five states to kill. Mm. And then he was finally put to death, um, in 1989, by by the, the the electric chair. Now, I will get into a little read I have, actually, from what I, I read. But I do have a my, my friend Daisy has a story though. She wanted to to read on read on air here. Okay, um, it's, uh, I had talked to her the other day. Here we go. So, this was her professor's story that she gave me. So basically, she says her and her friend were traveling on the side of the road and Bundy pulled up in his truck with his broke quote broken arm and tried to give quote give them a ride they politely declined, but then he got all pushy with offering them a ride insisting they hop in they definitely said no after that later later the Bundy story came out and they realized how close they were being a victim um how surreal would that be if you if you were like like m- mostly from, from being a victim of ted bundy and you were saying oh shit that could that could have been me
1: all too surreal
0: yeah
1: oh i don't know i hope hopefully i'll never have that experience <laughs> well we've all had we we all had the close call brush with death experience it would just be extra creepy
0: well, be, be, being male, we don't we do have an issue. Pe- you no know, people trying to get us to. Go well,
1: to... not with Ed Bundy, no.
0: Not with Bundy, no. Me, me, but me the female, mate, possibly. All right. The next thing I'm going to read it read to you is just his little um, spree here on uh, CrimeMuseum.org. Um, crime dot So I got this from them. So Bundy was born in 1946 in Vermont and grew up in grew up to be a charming. Yeah, very, very charming, as we said earlier, articulate, intelligent young man. However, by the time he was a teenager living in Washington, Bundy already exhibited signs of sadistic serial killer that he would come. In interviews, he recalled being um, antisocial and wandering the streets looking for discarded pornography um, or open windows through which he could spy on unspecting women.
1: Uh, the pre-internet era,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. In the seventies, I think, eighties, probably, um, through which he could spy. Uh, yeah, he also had an extensive juvenile record for theft that was dismissed when he turned eighteen, and then by nineteen seventy-two, um, he had graduated college and showed great promise in a career in law and law or politics. That career would be cut short, though, when he discovered his true passion, viciously assaulting his earliest confirmed victim in 1974. Um, He tended to prey on young and attractive college women, first near his home in Washington, then moving east to Utah, Colorado, and finally in Florida. Um, Bundy would prey on these women with, with a ruse, often wearing his arm in a sling or his leg or his leg in a fake cast walking on crutches. Um, He would then use his charm and fake disability to convince his victims to help him carry books or unload objects from his car. Um, He was also known to to impersonate authority figures such as police officers and firefighters uh, to gain victims' trust, quote, quote, trust before he attacked. And once they got to his 1968 um, tan Volkswagen Beetle, he would strike them over the head with a crowbar or pipe. After hitting his victims, he would immobilize them with handcuffs and force them into his vehicle. Bundy has removed the passenger seat and often stored it in the back seat or trunk, leaving an empty space on the floor for his victim to lie out of sight as he drove away. Now, that's pretty smart, though. Don't you think we can get a seat in the back tr- in the back of the trunk, so he has, so he won't be, so they can't see him in the back.
1: Wait, what? Isn't it a? I thought, I thought he had a van.
0: Um. No. Nope. This was just a Volkswagen Beetle.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it seems kind of conspicuous, though. I mean, wouldn't people? I mean, that the seat is missing, people are looking in there.
0: Well. If they they looked back there, I guess, but I'm saying uh, what it says here is that, that basically he put it in the back so that people, if they looked out, they couldn't see them in the back seat; they could see him on the floor. But um, mm. I'm not sure, how he got away with it for so long, but he did it a long time. Um, okay, yeah, and then um, Bundy was able to rape and murder scores of women this way. He typically strangled or bludgeoned his victims, as well as mul- as as mutilating them. After death, so after they died, he pretty much, you know, you know, did with the with the body was what, what he wanted to. Kind of a sick kind of sick guy, actually.
1: But yeah, someone's... he had he had some necrophilia going on, and I think he liked biting too.
0: That oh well, it. actually, hmm? yeah, I, did, I did not know that about him. I didn't know he did that after they died. And... I think
1: that's how they connected one of the bodies to him was uh, bite oh. marks, and but, uh, oh, that was. But... Hmm.
0: Mm. Wow. That's, that's, that's not uh, sure
1: not sure about cannibalism though
0: uh, Le that fit the Dahmer I guess that's his specialty I guess his Dahmer.
1: that's yeah what he's most famous for probably
0: <laughs> yeah
1: well then, keeping them around
0: yeah absolutely. And then he then uh, prolonged the events by re- returning to visit the corpses at the dump sites or even taking them home in order to <laughs> to gain further. Sexual gratification. In some cases, he even shockingly displayed their decapitated heads in his apartment and slept with their corpses until until um, made it unbearable. Wow.
1: Yeah, that's. I didn't know about the head displaying. I guess he that was just for his own. Edification, he didn't have company, I wouldn't think. Hmm.
0: No, I don't think so. Not imagine he'd have it people over for see severed heads in this apartment building.
1: Was he where was he living at the time? Is this in Washington here?
0: It's in Seattle. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. It's in Seattle. Um as body counts rose and witnesses descriptions spread, several people contacted the authorities to report Bundy as a potentially matching suspect. However, police consistently ruled him out based on his seemingly upstanding character and clean-cut appearance. He was... um,
1: These are good police we have here.
0: Thank you, Seattle. (laughs) Different time, though, too, though. Different time. We, We lived in there back in the 70s and 80s, though as well. Jeez.
1: I don't know. They they, they they should have still been familiar with the concept of a wolf in sheep's clothing at least.
0: True. True. That's true.
1: Every child knows um, that.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then um he was able to avoid detect a detect- detection even longer by learning how to leave virtually no evidence that could be traced by by the still rud- rud- rudimentary Um, forensics techniques of 1970s, Mm -hmm. Bundy finally arrested for for the first time on August 16, 1975 in Utah after fleeing from a patrol car. A search of the vehicle yielded masks, handcuffs, rope, and other nefarious items, but nothing definitively linking him to the crimes. He was released but remained under constant surveillance until he was arrested again For the kidnapping and assault of one of his victims several months later, Um, Bundy escaped custody a year later after being transferred from Utah to Colorado for another trial, but was recaptured within a week. He then managed to escape a second time on December 30th, 1977, at which point he was able to reach Florida and resume killing on a killing spree. He raped or murdered at least six more victims, five of them Florida State University students, before he was apprehended again for traffic violation on February 15, 1978. And he was finally sentenced to death and died in the election, electric chair on January 24, 1989. So 10 years after he got caught, he was he was put to death. The time of his execution, Bundy had confessed to 30 murders, though the actual number is remains unknown. Which, is, as I said earlier, so that's the story of Ted Bundy.
1: Now, which state did you say he was executed in?
0: Um, it would have been, let's see, in Florida.
1: In Florida, okay. Yeah. Well, he was relatively, he was still relatively young. They didn't have the death penalty there. He could still be with us.
0: Possibly. Possibly, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's Ted Bundy in a nutshell. I mean, uh, he was—he um, he grew up, you know, just a reg- regular young boy. I mean, had no problem. except for ex-
1: except for thinking his mother was his sister.
0: Well, that—that that was lit, you know later on, I guess, in life. Or <laughs> yeah. But um, the porno—I did with a porno story um, was happening. But um, yeah, I mean, also stuff you didn't know about Ted Bundy. There, there, there you have it. You're, there's Ted Bundy for
1: you. It definitely is. Yeah, I think the last part is one of the most fascinating things about him because you don't hear about one of these guys, the serial killer, is, like, getting caught and then escaping from prison. Was it twice? Twice. And he escaped in Florida and in Colorado.
0: Utah. Or Colorado, yeah. Or you... yeah. Colorado, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's different. And I was just thinking that must have been – because. After they caught him, if not the first time, then at least the second time, they knew who this guy was right. and what he, what he did and what he was into. So I just think about the panics we have now about, like, uh, anthrax and Y2K and uh, <laughs> stupid terrorists and what have you. Right. And the school shooters or whatever. And then I think mm-hmm. when this guy escaped, now that, that should have been a real panic. That must have been the real thing. Like, oh, this guy has escaped and, you know, he might be on the run. And, like, nope, he's right back to killing people. And yeah. he actually succeeded <laughs> yeah. in killing, like, at least six women, some several college students.
0: At least six after he got out of prison, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like, nowadays, we we don't have anything to be scared of compared to no. Ted Bunny just escaped from custody somewhere within a, several, a couple hundred miles of you. you know, that would actually be pretty terrifying.
0: Yeah. Um, my thing is, what are the girls in Florida, the Florida State students, what, what would they have known who he was before they would have been to their home or whatever? Uh,
1: I would think so. Cause uh, when he was at this point, when he was caught, they, they knew, well, they had some idea how many people he killed. So it wrote a national news.
0: Yeah.
1: And yeah. even if they didn't know that, the, the news, uh, make the the news stations at the time should have been brought in paid newspapers I was trying to remember like what do they all have right. Back oh, right newspapers yeah newspapers. those things so, so um, they should have been bad broadcasting bad. his image all over the place though it didn't really matter because another thing I was remember is they had like a what, albeit kind of crappy police sketch of him but it oh. didn't and that was circulating all over the the area the Seattle area but no one realized that the guy that looked like the poster was Ted Bundy or the poster looked like Ted Bundy. Uh, it, it, didn't help much.
0: Yes. And also on the story, it says the Ted Bundy Volkswagen is on display currently. Um, at the Alcatraz East crime museum in Tennessee.
1: Hmm. Oh, I did not know that.
0: Did not know it there. I so never did find out.
1: Fate of the Ed Gein car that was also on display for a while. I'm not sure where it, that ended up though. Oh,
0: the Ed Gein car, mm. oh, no. is, Let me see. Not like... yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm looking this up here. Um, talk about um, Ann Rule and her, her role and her role. Well, I don't, I don't know,
1: I don't know that much about it. I never read her book. Okay. A book called The Stranger Beside Me which is about Ted Bundy and uh, I'm not sure about this but I think what the deal was is that she knew him in Seattle and they actually they and, they worked that's together that's in some capacity. At the Suicide I think,
0: this, the Suicide Hotline I think that's
1: what right. they had. Real. Okay, yeah, that sounds right. So and yeah, she had a real positive impression of him as most people did in in unless he was trying to kill them. Right. And uh, so, I think she wrote her first book. It, it was uh, The Stranger Beside Me. and It was uh, about him. Mm. She's gone on to have a, a big, long career in uh, true crime.
0: Gotcha. Well, um, from last time we talked, Ed Gein, I looked up for his card, but I didn't have to think about his car. but I do see, though, that his cauldron he had mm-hmm. was sold in auction in Wisconsin.
1: Really? Well... Ooh, I wonder how they, if they're, how they, if they verified that, because I can imagine someone making a fake Ed Gein-Caldin quite easily.
0: Well, it looks pretty old, so it looks pretty legit. I'll, uh, I'll send you a picture of it later. Um, yes. But, yeah, it's pretty, yeah, it's, uh, pretty fucked up, actually. Um, yeah, and the car, though, um, let's see, ghost car, it says, was suspected, blah, blah, blah. blah. Doesn't really say what the car is though. It might, might might be unknown, I guess, at this point. Mm. Yeah, but the Cauldron though is definitely up for sale in Wisconsin. That was 2015. Mm. Um, and let me see what. Actually, let me see what it says here though, about the car here, too. Actually, it might be on on here. But next week though, um, not next, but next next time we do this, um, you said you want to do some colt, a colt, and a colt.
1: I'm, I'm open to colts.
0: Okay, um, yeah, I, I've been listening to this podcast called Cults on, uh, and they do they do a, a cult every. They they do two episodes per cult. So they do, episode one they do uh, is the background of the of the cult members, of the cult leaders and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the modem, then 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 uh, part two is where they go through all what they did and how they got you know killed, and all that. So it's a pretty awesome podcast for cults.
1: Okay. Right they, they go over quite a few, or just a couple. Or...
0: Well, they do one per episode. So okay. this is episode. They did episode episode nine yesterday. So um, they they've done five. They they've done five quotes now.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: And they started out. Started. They started out with the Manson um, one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then they they, they they Heaven's Gate also. They did that one. Um, right. And they did S- S- Son of Sam. Also, last time,
1: solo. I don't think he was part of a cult.
0: Oh no, for that a that, that, different podcast. Right, different different podcast. Okay, but they yeah, Cir- Circle Podcast I listened to Son of Son of Sam, um, but right now they're doing a Can- a Canadian one called The Ant Hill Kids. Hmm. And that's from okay. Canada. That's from Canada.
1: That's pretty interesting. That sounds yeah. strangely creepy.
0: Oh, let, let, let's just say the leader changes his name to Moses legally. Hmm. them To the wilderness in the woods. And,
1: and now it has an Old Testament angle now. That's more creepy.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I want to see how it ends, though, next Tuesday when I listen to the, the finale. See how it ends. Might be one I want to look into.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to... Uh, I'm considering I'm kind of sad... What's the best cult to do? We'll see. We'll see.
0: gets pretty, pretty. It's pretty infamous, though. It's, that's a big one, right there.
1: Yeah, well, they didn't kill anyone, though. They just killed themselves, didn't they?
0: No, no. They well, there's like it's like the big, the largest cult killing in U.S. history.
1: Let's see. I'm trying to This this happened not that long ago. My let's see. It was, that was the guy who had the that kind of looked like the Dalai Lama. Yeah. It's the white guy. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I had no idea they were so. Uh. Well, you can tell me all about them.
0: Exactly. Um. I did check on the car, Edgin's car. Um. It doesn't see where's that though. At all. So of course there's no information on Tedgins' car.
1: I'm thinking it's yeah. It's probably lost. Lost to time by now.
0: Oh. Oh, here it is. Actually, I found it right here. Here we go. Oh. It says, in 1958. Uh, G- uh, Ginn's estate went up for auction. Included in the auction was his 49 Ford. After 14 bids, the car was won by uh, day De- pair resident and side show sideshow operator Bunny Gibson for $760 $760 for his estate in his car.
1: That was a great deal,
0: yeah. And only 14, that- bids. Mm. Only four- 14 bids, and it says. Uh, pretty steep amount for a car, 58, considering new Ford sedans sold for almost $2,000 in the new 49-1940. So, um, pretty steep price there. And, um, yeah, that's
1: pretty... For historical purpose value.
0: Yeah, insurance. exactly. But, yeah, so those are um, our murders. Hopefully, the cat murderer gets caught. Um, I don't know if they will. It's kind of hard to catch them right now. Moment, I think, don't you? Agree with uh, yeah, hard at this just point?
1: yeah, just hoping that we, the citizens, and the cats, as still can get lucky.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a big cat person, I love cats, and uh, hate to see that happen to animals, they don't deserve that.
1: The flip side of that is if the, they stop stop dis- discovering cat bodies, it might mean that he's uh, moved on to people.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, he's probably. Escalating his crimes to different, you know, to, to a higher level at this point. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, they do tend to escalate. It's pretty much the only way they can can go.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I have to go now. I um, got some kids to pick up. But, All right. Um, it was a great pleasure talking to you again, once again, on the podcast, um, and talk to you. Once from now, i talking about cults. That would be fantastic.
1: All right, we'll be back, and you might want to clarify it. Clarify. This is your professional babysitting job. The kids you pick yes. me up. Okay.
0: Oh. Oh. Yes. Yeah, yes. I. Yes, I uh, I'm not going to kidnap any, any kids. I'm just
1: You're being very clear. All right. All right. Bye, Ozzy. Good talking to you.
0: No problem. Until next time, i the always be with you. So long. So long. Hello and welcome to episode fifty-five. 50, 50, 50, fifty-five. Aussie Tells All, Northwest Sports Podcast, and so much more. Um, thank you for joining me today, Ben.
1: Oh, it's working. Do you hear uh, me?
0: Yeah, the issue was, I think, in my end, I had Bluetooth sometimes has an issue with it, so I took my headset off. Now we're doing it fine now. should be fine now, going forward. Okay. Um, so last time you were on, about a month ago, I would say, r- roughly a month ago, um you came on, talked about Ed Ginn, talked about talked about chicken coop murders. Um you were the highest highest downloaded podcast in history of Aussie so congratulations on that.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: How has the how has been the response been since your last um appearance?
1: Uh people have been uh, very encouraging. I don't know, they like to see me doing something, I guess.
0: <laughs> there you go. Now I wanna just say a couple things before we get into um today's today's uh topics here. So right on on my um DVD I got DVD I got from Dennis for my birthday, uh, a couple of steps I wanna throw out to you and then I'll read something else that they can go. Um but so basically every year in the in the US I think it is, um, there's two hundred two hundred deaths are um attributed to serial killers. Um, a year, and about on average about ten per ten per killer. So that's about twelve or so a year on the loose. Now, also I want to let you know is that circular behaviors that I, that I saw online last night was that um, met, many have mental illnesses, psychopathy, mm-hmm. um, Also, um, some want or just want attention seekers, and also. Um, some have have guilt, or remorse, um, impul- impulsive reactions, um, bullied at school, abused mostly physically or or sexually, um, and also I read a stat also last night is that sixty percent of serial killers went to bed at, after the age of twelve, and that makes them act out, I guess, as well. So, your thought, and also, um, and also they start with the statistics including animal cruelty as well your thoughts on all those things i just wrote wrote out there for you
1: that's right animal cruelty and uh i hear like uh starting fires yeah 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 i actually think that's pretty pretty natural i don't think you have to it's so much serial killers as like everyone especially boys but the other stuff yeah for sure uh
0: I was surprised about the about the bedwetting, though. I was surprised to me how they, well, most serial killers um, um, are bedwetters. That's kind of a surprising fact.
1: Well, it'll mess you up.
0: Yeah. That's true. Now, what do you have for today, Ben, for our listeners today?
1: What do I have? That's uh, sort of a, a serial killer preview, I guess. All
0: right. All right. And, and it's
1: a local story.
0: All right. Let's hear it.
1: All right. Well, it'll be kind of the the outline of it. So basically, uh, a couple years ago, my friend Wes posted on Facebook about a dead dead kitten that he discovered while he was on a walk with his ex. And apart from being dead, it was uh, bound in phone cords. Hmm uh like uh rather rather cruelty cruelly like uh tied up very tightly uh so that stood out obviously, yeah, because it was obvious that uh, some person did did it, and it wasn't like uh, they hit it with a car or something it was uh sort of...
0: yeah, yeah.
1: mhm, so he uh called scraps about it, and he was uh pretty unsatisfied with their their response they well, obviously didn't catch the person that did it for one thing. And so, and then this happened a couple more times. Well, he didn't, uh, someone discovered a dead cat or a kitten a couple more times. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, <clears throat> so scraps continued to, well, I'm, I'm slightly sympathetic to scraps because I don't know really what they could do. Right. And, and like they're really equipped for that kind of thing, but I guess it's sort of their job. They're the the animal animal protectors around Spokane, officially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, a lot of people saw Wes's thing on uh, on Facebook, and eventually he and they were they were quite up in arms about it, just because you know how people feel about animals.
0: Yeah, I'm the same. Yeah.
1: And scraps. So let's see. There's two or three dead kittens discovered, uh, all in, uh, similar, similar circumstances. They were tied up or bound in some way. One was tied up with, that, uh, or bound in duct tape, hmm. so, uh, a similar type of a thing. And, uh, so he, uh, contacted, let's see, uh, Sia Barbie of the Barbie twins. And I haven't looked this, up, looked this up yet, but she was a former playboy model that, uh, Hmm. And since retiring, she's gotten into animal advocacy, that kind of thing. It sounds like there's a great story there, really. (laughs) I I believe she's she's, uh, around Spokane. And Andy contacted an organization called Guardians of Rescue, which is sort of an awesome name for an animal rescue place. For sure. And to investigate and see. So they put they put some work in and gotten and he's all oh and also I uh and he contacted uh Krem, our local news station, and KHQ, another one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Some stories. They did some stories about it.
0: I saw those, yeah.
1: Okay, and and uh so Barbie and Guardians of Rescue and Scraps eventually got together and put out uh, a reward for anyone who can Come up with information leading to the arrest of the persons doing this. I think it's, I think you said it was up to $20,000. Wow. Which is an amazing amount. But, uh, but before Scraps did that, I guess they were, they were pretty unhappy with Wes. There is a, uh, the, the TV show, TV movie twist where they, they sort of tried to turn it around and imply that uh, he was a bad, bad husband or boyfriend have been responsible for for the Mm. killings Did that who was in a press release or what
0: sounds
1: sounds very far-fetched yeah but anyway so scraps scraps ends up looking like the the classic crappy bureaucracy in this story (laughs) this point story so most recently and this has been all over the course of the last couple years and most recently uh the last New story I saw about this was about a guy who had found his, uh, beloved cat dead in, uh, oh. the yard and it was apparently, uh, severed, like basically, oh. uh, cut in half.
0: Oh, oh man.
1: And there's been a couple of these, uh, cut in half cats have been discovered in the last, uh, let's see. I don't know exactly what the timeline is here, but there's been a few and, wow. So that's sort of an escalation too, going from the the binding in in computer cords or duct tape to the complete uh, cutting in half of these cats. Yeah. Uh, and according to the one of the news articles, it said their parts had been removed, like, uh, oh. and muscle tissue, and say, or, and organs. Yeah. So, oh, that's sort of a Jack the Ripper, mm-hmm. thing there. But with cats.
0: Do you know if they're all in the same area or they all all spread out? Do you know the locations of these they're,
1: they're s- spread out let's see. Uh all right. I don't have a map here. They're not sure. They're spread out around Spokane, the Spokane area, I guess.
0: Right.
1: And then I let's see I I should I should put all the locations on a map and then see if it uh, makes any kind of interesting shape. Sometime I'm sure someone's done that already, though. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, that's kind of where it is now. There's at least okay. five dead cats attributed to this uh, presumably future serial killer.
0: Wow, that's that's terrible. Hmm. I I'm a huge cat lover, and that just that just that's awful awful news to hear. Oh.
1: Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty mind-blowing, really. I don't know to what extent, uh, as far as the injuries, if they were really tortured a lot or if they were... Oh. I haven't heard what exactly the manner of death was supposed to be for her.
0: Okay. Well, hopefully if you give some more news, we'll follow up on that story.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's kind of... They got the big reward out, so, I mean, I think... Kind of just hoping that someone catches him in the act or catches him disposing of a cat body, something like that. I mean, I don't know what else there is. Well, th- there was, uh, there is a suspect. Someone. That's, okay. I'm not sure how his, let see. I, w- I won't, say his name cause it's kind of yeah. a hearsay. Right. Yeah. But <clears throat> someone who was uh, connected with it somehow and had a history of, uh, either violence or dubious behavior. Mm-hmm. And one person said they actually saw him like, uh, Stalking a cat or trying to pick up a cat, like I said. Oh, really? Uh, it's a hmm. little bit hearsay, but.
0: Yeah. And the other so, thing is, I... when he was
1: in jail, uh, no one, there was no, no cat, cats discovered.
0: Oh, okay. Now, is this recently, or is this recently they have a suspect um, in question right now, or is that.
1: Well, no. Well, it's not really under questioning or in question or. Just okay. didn't go anywhere.
0: Gotcha. So they had a guy that said it moved gone from him, basically.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, gotcha. Anything else you want to add before we head on to the uh, one of the most notorious circles took- ser- of all time?
1: Uh, well, search continues. We'll 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 leave it there, and then uh, you know, hopefully, there will be an update at some point.
0: Absolutely. Hopefully, they catch this guy or girl, whoever it is.
1: Guy yeah. or girl, definitely. But let's face it; it's almost definitely a guy. Probably, probably definitely, really.
0: Yeah, it, it the the signs point towards a male, um, in this case.
1: They pretty much always do.
0: Yeah, I mean, you never know though, but you know, it's probably inevitable. It's probably a male that does the the these cats. But um,
1: gotta leave gotta leave the window open there for yes. this possibility.
0: Absolutely. Now. For me though I went with the one of the notorious circuses circo- of all time right in our neck of the woods actually uh
1: Yeah, local man, definitely one of the most notorious of all time.
0: Yeah, he's my favorite actually. Uh yeah, I said that is, but not what he did but let's say like, you know just of hit what you know just of him you go know, here. But um well like Jules a- like
1: said in pulp fiction personality goes a long ways.
0: Yeah, he's very charming. And if you didn't know who we are, it, it is uh Ted Bundy, um, aka Theodore Bundles, what I call him. But uh, I want to give you some background before we read the story I have on here. But background on Ted Bundy a little bit. Um, so he is um, supposedly thirty kills was was what he was responsible was what he was guilty for, but. Um, He says he killed 100 people, at least, he said. So that's pretty scary for the most part. Um, And he was a guy who raped um, women. um, And he said that he had to kill them to stay free, because if they didn't kill him, then they would report him to the police and he'd get caught. So that's that's his motive. Um, But the weird thing is, is that he was a Boy Scout. um, He was... he was a volunteer suicide hotline in Seattle member. He was a, a member of the Republican Party um, in Seattle. Um, he saved the life of a four, four-year-old that drowned. It was going to drown. He <laughs> saved her life, and he was a I
1: heard yeah. that. That's
0: yeah. And uh, he was a great student. He was a great student. He had good grades. So. Um, it was definitely um surprising that he he would go on this rampage of killing um and he looked he, you know, like he looks like a regular, regular he's a good guy you know you know just a regular guy, nothing scary about him he's just a clean cut guy um so look looks are deceived you so much agree with that
1: yeah I would though i i and I heard that a lot when people were uh, and rule and all the people that, that just did not suspect that he was a serial murderer. Yeah, that he's a fairly decent-looking guy. And, and I just I don't know why people. Maybe it was just because I I grew up in the the post Bundy era. Yeah. But it's just I don't know why people would assume that a serial killer would be a really weird-looking guy. Sure guy. Yeah. I don't know. I guess the idea is that they're a monster, so they should look monstrous. But obviously, that's not the case. Um,
0: there's a good portion of it that are actually are 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 pretty terrifying, looking like Charles Manson and other people like that. You know. Uh, and, yeah, um, that's
1: true. There are yeah, there's plenty of freakish-looking ones.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, a few more backgrounds before I get into my story here. Um, Bundy. Now, it's on the DVD. I, the DVD I was watching from Dennis. Um, so Ted Bundy thought his mom was his sister for 20 years <laughs> and i i can only imagine how bad that would fuck you up in the brain you know mm-hmm. i was like how first of all how can your your own mom lead you to believe you're you're her sister for that long that is no how would how i mean i don't get it
1: I don't either, and I can't. Let's see, I can't remember what the reason was for. Yeah. Uh, they didn't. They
0: didn't say though reason reason at all.
1: They didn't say the reason. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I assume they definitely had had a reason, and uh, I'm sure. The mo- Where are we at?
0: Okay.
1: Oh, uh, just you must have felt a little bit guilty because uh, that's uh, clearly one of the things that screwed him up badly. Then again, I do remember I, I watched his, the last interview he gave, and uh, he mentioned yeah that uh, he had a very good mother. He definitely he didn't bring up the whole mother sister thing. Right. They probably don't talk about it a lot. Yeah, brunettes. Yeah, I think so.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: After they caught him, if not the first time, then at least the second time, they knew who this guy was and what he, what he did and what he was into. So I just think about the panics we have now about, like, uh, anthrax and Y2K and uh, stupid terrorists and what have you, and the school shooters or whatever. And then I think when this guy escaped, now that, that should have been a real panic that must have been the real thing. Like, oh, this guy has escaped and, you know, he might be on the run and like, nope, he's right back to killing people. And he actually succeeded in killing like at least six women, some, several college students. Yeah. It's like nowadays we, we don't have anything to be scared of compared to Ted money. Just escaped from custody somewhere within a several a couple hundred miles of you. you know, that would actually be, pretty terrifying.
0: Uh,
1: I would think so. Cause, uh, when he was at this point, when he was caught, they, they knew, well, they had some idea how many people he killed. So wrote it wrote a national news. And even if they didn't know that, the, the news, uh, Make the the news stations at the time should have been brought paid newspapers. I was trying to remember. It's like, what, what do they have back? Like, oh, right, newspapers. Yeah, those things. Um, they should have been broadcasting his image all over the place. Though it didn't really matter because another thing I was remember is they had like a, what, albeit kind of crappy police sketch of him, but it didn't. And that was circulating all over the the area, the Seattle area. But no one realized that. The guy that looked like the poster was Ted Bundy, or the poster looked like Ted Bundy. Uh, it it didn't help much. Hmm. Oh, I did not know that, and I never did find out. Fate of the Ed Gein car that was also on display for a while. I'm not sure where that ended up though. Mm. That it's not like, yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know. I don't know that much about it. I never read her book. Her, she wrote a book called The Stranger Beside Me which is about Ted Bundy and uh, I'm not sure about this but I think what the deal was is that she knew him in Seattle and they actually they they worked together in some capacity. Right. Real? Okay, yeah, that sounds right. So and yeah, she had a real positive impression of him as most people did in in unless he was trying to kill them. And uh, so I think she wrote her first book. It, it was uh, The Stranger Beside Me, and it was uh, about him. And she's gone on to have a, a big long career in uh, true crime. <clears throat> really? Well,. Ooh, I wonder how they, if they're, how they, if they verify that, because I can imagine someone making a fake Ed gein been quite easily. Yes.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm I, I'm open to colts